here we go. Another episode of Musematic Podcast. And today we are so happy to have on the show uh, Mr. Junior Tomlin. Welcome to the show, Junior. And thanks for having me. Oh, no, thanks for coming on, mate. It's a pleasure. Absolute, it's an absolute pleasure. And uh, <laughs> then we'll get straight into the questions. When did you first kind of like your interest in really kind of like drawing and stuff? And I know. Um, I've seen in some other interviews, and again, people call you the Salvador Dali of uh, flyers, which I, I kind of totally agree with. But as a kid, when when uh, was the sort of age where you really started enjoying drawing and realised that it was something that you had a passion for? First when I was like, I say, eight or nine, because I, I grew I grew up with like sixties television, you know, lovely things like uh, Lost in Space. Be lost in space, wow. danger, Will Robinson, danger. <laughs> yes, uh, anything, anything by Irwin Allen. Yeah, because if you if you remember, like uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea and Time Tunnel. Oh, absolutely, and, man. the giant. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do remember all those shows, and actually, I, I I have some pretty fond memories of Sundays. Sundays were yeah. always you'd have, like you say, Lost in Space and those kind of weird old retro shows. Um, that's awesome. Like I say, just saying, Lost in Space, that one right there. Danger Will Robinson, I'll never forget, the robot basically had some ducting for his arms. Oh, I think I remember <laughs> that, yeah. Right? I, I mean, I'm yeah. only 30, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think they based him loosely on, like, Robbie the Robot. Yeah. Because Robbie the Robot looked like, you know, a cauldron with, like, big rounded arms. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's actually quite funny, even bringing up Lost in Space? So, and again, this is totally sidetracking, man. <laughs> and taking away from our conversation. But uh, so we, me and Brad live in Vancouver, and there's quite a big uh, uh, film industry here. A lot of movies get filmed here. A lot of TV shows get filmed here. And I actually uh, was going to go and work on the remake of Lost in Space. <laughs> um, uh, is that the, the series or yes. the remake? Yes. Nah, they remade, like, they made a series. I've got photographs, actually, Junior. I have to send them over to you. I've got photographs of some of the uh, the sets. I went in there. I went into one of the studios wow. and had a little walk around. Um, so I've got, they had these little, like, I almost look like like mooned moon kind of rover vehicles that they'd custom made cool. yeah mate i'll see if i can find them and send them over to you there's there's somewhere on one of my computers but yeah i've got another one because in a parallel universe yeah guess what i i've done i actually worked on lost in face the actual movie really wow yeah as a you know texture map artist really <laughs> That's fantastic. That's a great achievement, isn't it? Yes, mate. So again, like I said, just chatting right there, that's fantastic. It's such a little, totally getting sidetracked from away from our questions, but yeah, hey, lost in space. <laughs> there we go. Well, yeah. little snippets of information. Yes, mate. Yes, mate, yes. <laughs> uh, so, and again, almost going back to, you know, when you were younger and, and the age where you first got into art, was, was your family, did they encourage it? You know, did you have any teachers that you remember that kind of stuck out or your, or your family members that really pushed you to, to chase it as a career? Well, my dad didn't used to say anything because I think we're, my, we're, we're fathers, my dad in particular, he, he wanted me to become an architect. <laughs> yeah. Even though... Even though he didn't sort of like encourage me in any way to become an architect, he didn't encourage me into anything like art or design or, or, or anything. I think it was just because his best friend was an engineer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think I sort of like uh, annoyed my dad when I turned around and said, No, dad, I want to be a printer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I actually had a similar experience, I'll be honest with you, like, because I'm not very good at drawing uh, junior at all, but I, I really enjoy it. Um, I'm just actually doing right now a little, um, I use Procreate on iPad, and I'm doing a little digital recreation of an old Eclipse flyer um, nice. with, with the blessing of the artist, Johnny Martin. Um, he's letting me kind of do it and then publish it, but um, or not publish it, but share it. Um, but yeah, my dad, when I was a youngster, he kind of, he was similar to your dad. He thought I should be a businessman. He was like, the only way in life is to go to university, become a businessman and do this kind of thing. So he kind of almost really like, you know, pushed me away from doing something that I think I would have really loved. And actually, and, and like you said, you just bought up printing. So as in printing, do you mean like doing art to get printed or do you mean running printing presses and working in a print shop? Running something like, I think it was running printing presses. I, I think I just took something off the top of my head and I sort of like uh, told him really. Yeah, he, that's crazy. Because I've been a you know, architect. My uh, my dad is funny enough, and again, this is it's almost parallel universes, mate. My dad worked in an old print shop in Liverpool when he was younger, and I still have some little bits that were printed there. But he was in the offices; he was already kind of manager. But I ended up running a printing press for years. I ended up, I think it was for about thirteen years of my life, I ran a printing uh, press. <laughs> and yeah. again, it was yeah. at the time I enjoyed it. I'll be honest with you, because it was kind of. I almost felt like you were creating something when you, 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 as again, if you've run a press junior, you'll know there's that little balance of the water and the ink and the speed and the heat that you got to get right to get the colors to look good, right? Yeah. So how did that um, work in your favor in junior when you started getting into art and things like that? Um, did you learn like airbrushing as you was learning and creating your art as a young age? Is that part of the process that we obviously went that helped you learn that for your before you got into flyers because obviously he was interested by the sci-fi part of art and everything like that. Um, did you yeah, take on the impression? The story, yeah, the story goes back to when I was at school, you know, doing art because uh, my art at that particular time was it was like more surreal. I didn't know what the surrealism was yet, but it was strange. It was just considered, it was just basically objects doing strange things. Okay, yeah, yeah. And my, my my art teacher, you know, she basically believed in me. Yeah, and that sort of like uh, went through, you know, two years of A-level arts because you have to do, you have to do A-level arts for two years so you can like uh, have that on, on file. So when you actually go for, you know, places that uh, colleges, art school, yeah, you've got A-level arts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed my time at, at school, but they they killed me off with, with a, a particular grade. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, they gave me an E for oh, art. Gosh, oh, really? Got plenty of them, man, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and did that affect how you, you know, obviously the future, were, what schools you could get into once you'd got that grade from that teacher? No, not really, because it, it's like, the lovely thing is that... Uh, other people that I went to see to you know get into colleges, yeah, they saw the potential in my art. Yeah. So I ended up with like you know three offers to go to art schools. Yeah, you know, and now as you know, you can only pick one. So, you know, that's it, because they can see that I could basically draw and I've got you know a good eye for you know images and I can basically uh you know structure my pictures, you know, quite good. So yeah. they basically gave me a chance. 
So, so, actually, so you actually had, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you actually had three schools approach you and offer you places? No, uh, three schools were offered to be places because you, because uh, there comes a time here that uh, you have to apply to, you know, to art school. Mm-hmm. So I sent off uh, the application for three art schools. Yeah. And I got, you know, ex- you know, three art schools invited down for interviews and I got accepted by all three of them. But as you know, you can only pick one. Yeah. So I picked, I picked Goldsmiths College in uh, Lewisham. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and at the end of uh, your course there, what was your actual final like qualification? What's your title when you finished the art school? Well, graphic designer. I, 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 I don't stick. I, I don't stick with dip after my name. You know, dip trying much. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of art pieces um, did you uh, got you to be selected for these colleges? And after you finished colleges, what art pieces obviously defined you back then before you got into Rayflyer art? Well, to get accepted there, I think it was like you know the, your, my coursework. Yep. Yeah, because my course at uh, that particular time was, you know, was strong. Yeah. You know, it showed, it showed, you know, my, you know, my aptitude for like drawing from life, you know, drawing and, and other, other, other things. So that's basically, you know, got me like, you know, accepted to, you know, art colleges. Yeah. But the lo- the lovely thing is that when once you're there, you learn like different skills and different dis, you know, dis- disciplines. For sure. Yeah. So, was it what type of art did you create? In your coursework that stood out, obviously for you to be noticed for wow. these colleges, yeah. Like was it the, was it the same style you using your flyers today, or was it a different style of art back then that you it, were learning? It was a total different style because there, there was a style where you know you can basically draw from life, so yeah. I had a lot of life drawing in there. And yeah. then every now and again, you'll a creature will pop up or something here yeah, which is totally abstract. Because my my work then was more abstract, it was surreal and abstract at the same time. Even though it was people led, it was like objects led. Oh, okay, and was there and what kind of like movies or uh, things inspired the art back then at that particular time as well? Stanley Kubrick's two thousand and one A Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Star Wars. When it came to all, you know, the high tech and, and the thing, you know, Star Wars and and things like that, I grew up with, like, you know, Buck Rogers in the 21st century. Buck Rogers, Blake, Blake Seven. <laughs> wow. Again, we're going back to the old yeah, Sundays no. TV in England, right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Captain Scarlet. Yes. Oh mate. fuck yeah! Just <laughs> <laughs> bring back some memories, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what about like, actually? As soon as we're talking about movies and obviously the sci-fi kind of things, I, I believe you kind of obviously uh, mentioned it before, but you had an interest in comics. Um, do you remember which were your favourites? Like, you know, were you a Marvel guy? Were you a DC guy? Probably not Beano or Dandy, but I don't know. I, I, no, used, to, I used to collect I, I, the Beano myself. I but never <laughs> bought a Beano or a Dandy comic in my life. I'm not <laughs> say I'm proud of <laughs> <laughs> See, I, now I'm ashamed because I had quite a good collection of Beano that I'm actually choked that I sold. I sold it when I left England uh, 16 years ago. I sold my collection of Beanos, which I wish I'd kept. But anyway, now I feel very embarrassed. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, 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 the first, the first comic that I bought yet was uh, Thor. Yeah, oh, my favorite. The American, the, you know, the American, the American ones. 
Yeah. With his mighty hammer Molnir. Yes, man. Yes, yes, <laughs> so that, that was your first comic, are you, Junior? Yeah. Because when I was back at school, yeah, I enjoyed going to the library and reading about, like, would you believe Norse mythology and mythology in general? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like the, the, the Norse way of things. Yeah. You know, you live a good death. You know, you, you live a good life and you die a good death. And you go, you get carted off to this wondrous place called Valhalla, <laughs> where the Valkyries will sing at you and you tell tales of daring do and how you died in, on the battlefield. <laughs> isn't that a bit of Mad Max as well, isn't it? The Valhalla stuff? It could well be. Yeah, the new one with Tom Hardy, yeah. They, they, they thought the same sort of thing, yeah, you live a good life and then if... They spray their face the face with like uh, silver, and then they go to yeah. Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's like a you know a Viking thing. Yeah, it's like you know a, a Viking has to live good and die even better, and always have a sword in his hand. Yeah, that's fucking cool. <laughs> that's wicked, man. And and I believe didn't you used to kind of recreate some of the comic drawings for your buddies and stuff, and hand it out at school? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I used to draw on tabletops. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we I, I still do every now and again if I'm in a pub and there's a pen. You know, you know, you, you know when you're, you're in a class and it's a bit boring. So what do you do? You scribble away on the tabletop because you can't use your book. So, yeah. <laughs> what did you used to have? I still, I can remember getting in trouble. And actually, my buddy took the rap for it. Um, we used to have the old wooden desks. Remember the ones that used to have the flip-up lids? Yes. And we used to draw on the inside. They, they used to like if they if they'd see you drawing on the top of it, you'd get a slap on the knuckles, right? For sure, with the ruler. <laughs> and uh, but uh, on the inside, we used to do them all up. And I yeah, mine was pretty good. I think mine was all. Uh, it had uh, like wild style kind of you know the old graffiti Grandmaster Flash. I think I'd done the Jams logo on there and a few other bits. But nice. Yeah, mate. I wish I actually still had that desk. <laughs> 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 what was the um what was the first kind of drawing you did then for your buddies like did they ask you to do one for them or was it kind of like i think, I think it was the incredible hulk really yeah. yeah and they just wanted you to draw it and just like hey junior can yeah you those, because comics? they was all into comics as well they was all into marvel comics yeah yeah yeah, and uh, I thought, you know, there was like a little clique of, of people basically, you know, talk about the, the comics that they bought. Yeah. And we used to go to, book, you know, one source, one shop to buy the American imports. Yeah, what was the name of the yeah. shop? Do you remember? I remember the shop, but I can remember the road that it was on. It was on a road called Pennard Road in Shepherd's Bush. Yeah, I think I know where that is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you yeah. was at school then... Um, and you're obviously learning your different techniques. When did you start getting into airbrushing? Because is airbrushing part of your main uh, technique for your flyers? No, that was, yeah, it, it was. It was, was much it? later. Okay. It was when I, it was when I went to college. Okay, so what was you before that? Then obviously you was just using pencils and pencil. It was just, just pencil. All pencil. Eh? Have you still got any of that yeah. art now? I have got a few of uh, the school art, yeah. That's fucking cool, yeah, man. I'd love to see what your previous like art was like at the beginning to what it was now. I'd you know, see the, the the change of style and stuff like that. That'd be really interesting. You know, and uh, when we was at at college, yeah, uh, one one of the things uh, part of the syllabus, yeah, was a uh, we was taught, yeah. 
by this well this guy how to use an airbrush you know so he taught us basically how to do how to airbrush the three fundamental shapes you know triangle circle and square square yeah 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 to and if you do it in 3d yeah it's sphere yeah was it pyramid yeah. and cube yeah okay yeah so so we had to basically like you know draw them all out and then put over the the masking film, cut it out and then start spraying. Yeah, so that that stuck with me. Then I done I didn't do much reading. What I, what I did yeah is that uh, I did a little bit of research and found out yeah that that tool was the one used by people who do science fiction book covers. Mm-hmm. So at that time at college, I wanted to do science fiction book covers. Okay, yeah. And did you ever end up getting any science fiction book covers done? <laughs> no, it was, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it was only it was only years later when I I made friends with a uh, a guy over in the states. Yeah, yeah, and he actually used one of my images for a anthology of science fiction stories. Awesome. That's cool, man. Yeah. And again, like, so I almost want to just keep talking about the airbrushes too, because again, like, I, I, me personally, I've never used one. Uh, I think I bought a really cheap one when I was a kid and never really got it going. But um, obviously, there's a whole load of different models and equipment yeah. and different companies. Um, over the years, uh, how many different, you know, brushes have you had how many machines do you still have any of your old ones do you still have your one that you started with that's your little your gem you want yeah. to keep forever you know what I, mean? have, I have all my airbrushes yeah nice wow, man. I, still have, I still have all, all all my airbrushes uh when i started off my my you know business when i became self-employed and you know i got a grant yeah so now and uh i've still got my original air airbrush the one that that uh, created a whole lot of uh, computer game packaging artwork. Yeah, and do you still use it? No, it's all digital now. Yeah, so you're straight up digital. No, that's actually, I was going to, obviously that was one of the other questions that I was going to go to from this. Um, So when did you transition from using the true airbrush where you had to do all the proper masking and the amount of work involved when did you transition over to digital and how is the sort of software again this is like a really kind of long-winded question but the software you use then and then the software you use now um and how that's all developed since then because i'm sure like you know i i know i've used photoshop like right i said i use procreate things have changed but they're still pretty much a similar thing but yeah what do you use and when did you start yeah, because when I just, when I started, it, I think it was like uh, let's see, ninety eight. Okay. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, because because I was there brushing like ripple covers, and then you know a whole lot of flies, and it came to a point here where I wasn't getting my artwork back. Some of my artwork I wasn't getting back. So I just got fed up of people not returning my artwork. So I said, yeah, let's just go digital. Yeah. Yeah. And when I went digital, I worked on, I use a Macintosh. 
and I had this lovely program called Fractal Design Painter. Okay. okay. Never even heard of it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the that was the uh, the application that I used to produce my earlier early digital stuff. And did you use like a, a Wacom stylus or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is the Wacom? Wacom yeah, Wacom tablet. Yeah. It, it goes hand in hand with it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually got one. I, I'm, right now, though, like I said, I do have a, I have a Wacom tablet. I don't know what model I've got, but. Um, it could I, be an Intuos. Intuos. Yeah, it's a fairly large one. And like I said, I'd have to go and look, mate. I haven't even plugged it in for quite a while because I just got stuck with my iPad and the pencil that comes with the iPad. But. Um, yeah, those Wacom tablets are amazing things to use, hey? Yeah. And, um, yeah, they, 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 they certainly are, they are. Because I was using mine for years until I upgraded, upgraded my iOS you know, system and it killed my Wacom. Oh, no way, really? <laughs> yeah. So Depends now, what they don't tell you. Yeah, you, you upgrade. And now your old yeah. stuff doesn't work. Yeah, so your old stuff don't work. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> right um and and do you do you ever still do any airbrushing on the side yourself just for a self you know you know just for enjoyment oh, the, the last time i'd done an airbrush piece it was actually for a, a commission because someone wanted me to recreate the a particular flyer yeah it was the flyer where you, you've got the guy holding the pill ready to put it in his mouth okay yeah okay. <laughs> as they say the, the, you might have heard this one the the, the raves that initially got the, the flyer that initially got the rave banned yeah I think actually when we were chatting with Dave on the last interview with Dave I think he showed that flyer right yeah wasn't it because a letter was it looked like the E going yeah. into a mouth yeah. It was, right? yes. yeah the rave world flyer yes mate <laughs> the, the O was with the large mouth in space yeah 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 <laughs> And, and so you swallowed the earth, but the, <laughs> the end of the word the E was on the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and so, how long ago was that that you uh, did the commission for that one? Boy, that was years ago. Oh yeah, a little while ago. So since yeah, then, again, you, you still yeah. you haven't touched twenty odd years. Oh really? Wow. And that's it. so. It's been twenty years since you touched an airbrush, pretty much. No, not really. It, 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 it's been about what five or six years because someone commissioned me to recreate that particular piece. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 On canvas. Yeah. To put it in the, on the wall. Yeah. Nice. And and actually, talking about commissions, then do you get uh, do you get many requests for commissions? I'm sure you do. For yeah, there's a lot of people now, and again, even when we were talking to Dave, you know, Fat Media Dave, there's such a big insurgence now of people collecting flyers again, and the whole, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if it's to do with lockdown or everything that's going on, but yeah, just it seems like it's a really popular thing. So are you are you getting yeah. a lot of like requests for commissions at all? Not so much. I've got a commission. Uh, you know, downstairs on the computer now. Mm -hmm. But uh, this this person's actually commissioned me before. Okay. Yeah? But but I said to I said to him like you know straight that I'm gonna do it like digital, but and he's okay with that because I do it digital, get it printed. Yeah. Yeah. It gets sent back to me, and then I sign it, and then I you know ship it off to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My other airbrush commission was uh, somebody asked me to recreate the Peace Fest man. The man with the large mouth and the fire coming out of his ears. I think what we're we talking about this one. Oh, yes, that's him. That's, that's him. Can you see him? That, that's yeah. Joe Raver. Right. Joe Raver. 
like I said, I've only got, th I like it, I feel bad. I've only got three of yours. So I've got that one. And then I've got. Yeah, that's his sister. Right. I've got the sister. <laughs> and then I've, just got, I've got the smaller version of the sister. And I, I thought yeah. I had more of yours. Like I said, I went through my stack this morning, panicking. I was like, oh, I could have sworn I had more. But yeah, no, that's all I got. But they're classic pieces again. And for me, I, when we were chatting to Dave, I spoke about when I first I, saw those I, images. I want to see if I can send you a few more. Okay. Both of you a few more. Yeah. And like I said, when I first saw those images, Junior, back in the day, it blew my mind, mate. Because again, even back then, I was already you know very much interested in drawing. And when I looked at your style and just the work that went into it, and again, so the, were they airbrush or were those ones digital back then? They would have no, been airbrush. airbrush. Yeah, they're airbrush. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, uh, the techniques that you've put into it and everything you've done, just it's uh, it stands out from the crowd, mate. <laughs> you know? So what was the time scale on uh, creating that sort of fly then, Junior? That's a good question. Bro. Yeah. It took me about, what, five to seven days. Is that and it? First of all, yeah. Wow. But that's like solid eight hours a day kind of thing, like going in like you're doing a day's work? Not really. Say you, you, you spend like, you know, three, four hours on it. Yeah. But because a lot of the, some of the time yeah, is basically spent like uh, getting the, doing the drawing, getting the drawing approved. Yeah. And then you go ahead to do, you know, the, the, the real thing. Yeah. But it's, also, but it's just, you know, very interesting. Yeah. It's, it's that uh, you can get carried away by putting in more detail, more detail, more detail. Yeah, you know, what was it? I was chatting with Johnny Martin the other day, who's Eclipse one I'm I'm working on right now, and he said, "Yeah, you just need to know when to walk away, buddy." <laughs> that is that is so true, right? You just need to you walk know, away. That is so true. Or you you can dabble with it and dabble with it and dabble with it, dabble with it, and there comes a point, yeah, where you can lose an illustration because you 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 going into it too much yeah for sure that i mean i and i was actually when i was chatting with johnny the beauty about the digital is at least you can just step back and and undo it if you did go too far back in the day yeah. when you did it with airbrush no there's no turning back once you lay that paint down yes right? yes so you, you basically with airbrush you have to basically get it straight yeah mate. right one time and that's done and that's it done yeah yeah how Sorry, June, I was going to say, um, to interrupt you there, How what part of the picture would you start on first? Hmm. Sometimes that's when you start with the background. Yeah. Because the because the background is like uh, the largest part of the of the of, of the piece. Because so, some of them you can start with the face. Yeah. yeah. You do you do the face first, you mask off the face, and then you do the background. Then you can stick in your detail or whatever. Because it's either or. You either got to do background or you can do the foreground. Yeah, but it's dependent on what elements are in in the piece. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, I yeah, I kind of, I'm, I'm just looking at uh, his sister and, and I'm yeah. looking at him. So I remember, oh, because when you actually look at it, yeah, it's like, uh, if you can imagine all those bits in the face as separate items. Yeah. Yeah, like his eyes has to be his eyes and his eye sockets have to be you know uh, cut out, cut out, and, yeah, masked and off. You have, and, to, you wow. have to put the mask back on to do the rest of. The rest. And then the mouth, the mouth's going to be masked yeah, off, and the right? Mouth. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and then when you you have to do the 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 masking for the fire coming out of his ears. Yeah, and then you've got one for the whole head with the ears, and then you can put in the background. 
Yeah. Okay. Great. And then even on the background, I'm sure, again, even just the bubbles, I'm looking at just, uh, again, I'm just going to bring it back up. I'm looking at the little bubbles up here, right? Even yeah. doing that. Obviously, yeah. you've got a mask the, that it, there's a, shading, I've, got, right? I've got a circle cutter, so you can cut circles out of a piece of paper. Yeah. Put the paper on, spray around with airbrush white, yeah. and then before you know it, you've got a bubble, and you just want to do one little speck of white. Just white. a little highlight, yeah the highlights and then you've got a bubble yeah same with the eyes like again i'm looking at the eyes right now and you can see where you know you got your your two circles the main circle you got your inner circle and then you got your highlights and your bits coming out but it's, you know like i say it's amazing and again you know going back from doing it then to be doing a digital back then you had to custom make every one of those little cutouts right to be able to do that now with the digital yeah. you just use the software and it does it for you yeah, because the, the cut arts there was done by, you know, Frisk, Frisk Film. It's like low-tech adhesive. It's like, uh, it's semi-transparent, so it, it's it's slightly frosted, but you can basically see all the pencil line after you put it down on the board, and that's when you start cutting. Yeah, And instead of cutting another mask to put down to remask, I would use the same mask again. And all you do have to do is, like, position it, you know, you know correctly yeah because if, if you don't you you'll get like a, a white edge line where the mask just didn't you didn't cut it right but in but in those days when you've got a, a sharp scalpel and a keen eye yeah you can just do things edge to edge and no one would know so even right there that's a whole nother skill let alone the skill of using the airbrush just to be able to cut and, and get your mask in right, that's a whole other skill. And actually, talking about the masks, do you have any of the old masks from all those old flyers or are they all gone in the garbage now? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I think I think they're more or less gone because as they said they're just transparent masks. They're not they're not it wasn't like paper or or card masks, like graffiti artists. They they're just basically like like transparent, low-tech, adhesive. And once you use it once, twice, and it's covered in paint, you just get, you know, get rid of it. Gotcha. But but the, the sense of, like, uh, pleasure is when you take off your all the masking off of the piece to re actually reveal the piece itself. And then you go, you can go into it uh, with, uh, what's it, coloured pencils. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, paints, paintbrushes, yeah to add those little details, you know, into it. Okay, so you would actually use other uh, mediums on top, you know, your other materials yeah. on top of your airbrush. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one I was going to ask, again, I, I keep going on about the airbrushes, but uh, models of airbrushes, though, uh, I did want to ask this one earlier, is there any brand that you really like that you've stuck with, or have you changed different models and brands? Yeah, um, the one that I started off with uh, was, was Olympus, Okay. Yeah. I've had a few uh, aerographs or, you know, Badger. Yeah, Badger. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had a, a Iowata once. Iowata, I've heard of that name for sure. I think that's actually the local art shop I go to. I think that's the main brand. Yeah. Stock is and the, 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 the creme de la creme when it comes to like uh, airbrushes is Pache Turbo. Okay, and how much do they go for? Yeah, like what, what, <laughs> something they, like that. They, they, they go for a few hundreds. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's mental, isn't it? And, and um, 
And again, though, so now you don't use them anymore. You've just got your one Wacom tablet. That's all you need. You've got the one piece of software, and you can pretty much do everything you want to do with yeah. that one thing now, right? Yeah, because when I started off doing digital, I started using, uh, what's it, uh, Photoshop. Yeah. But Photoshop in those days, yeah, it was clunky. It was not responsive. And what Photoshop did, every time you, you know, used the Wacom tablet, yeah, it basically like uh, you're running out of uh, memory all the time, and then the whole thing will crash because it ebbed up the available memory. So I'm I'm using I'm using like Photoshop. I'm doing a piece and it kept on crashing. And then someone told me that every time Photoshop was to crash, it creates a temp file. Okay. And the temp file is basically like this file which is like hundreds of megs big. Yeah, that doesn't get deleted. So your whole machine is getting slower and slower. Every time it crashes. So you basically have to hunt down these temp files and delete them. Wow. Wow. I've got um, a question with regards to the flyers. How much would it cost with material and everything like that to make the flyer? Like the, the, the Peace Fest 92, like with the, the paint and your airbrush and everything like oh, that. I see. Uh, how much would it, would it cost for to make one sort of project? Yeah, from what? From, uh, from beginning to end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Materials-wise, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Say seven quid for the board, but the lovely thing you buy one board, you basically can cut it in half. Yeah, so that could be done for like two pieces of the right work. But then you buy the inks. So if I was using like uh, ten different type, uh, different uh, colors of ink, yeah, you're talking about like two pound fifty for a small bottle of ink. Really, just one? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. One ink, yeah, yeah, and so if you're sort of like got more blue in your in, in your 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 picture, yeah, you need more bottles of blue blue ink because you're gonna basically run out, yeah, and then it comes to like uh, you need the I say additional uh, paintbrush, carrot dash pencil, yeah, and these pencils are like water soluble, so you can basically blend it with water as well. That's cool, yeah. And uh, then your, your masking film, which costs about, you know, 10, 10 pounds for, you know, a small roll. Yeah, and then, as you know, lighting and electricity, because at those times that I had a, you know, airbrush compressor. But before I used to use, before I had a compressor, I used to use, like, canisters of air that okay. you buy for, like, 15 pounds for a can of air. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, you screw your air, your air hose into it. Your air hose, then you've got your airbrush, and then you start spraying. And if you spray continuously for about like five, ten minutes, your can will overblow. It would just freeze up. It would just, just get icy cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, it would just let off, you know, discharge of like cold air. Like, and you have to wait until the temperature you know, cools down. But that's why, you know, we have airbrush compressors. And some some airbrush artists here would actually get a, one of those big uh, ones. What you get from say the hospital, yep. you know, compressed air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and use that, and they would like you know last for months. Wow. Okay. Tricks of the trade, then, Junior. Eh? Yeah, there's old tricks of the trades. 
And actually, almost talking about that too. Then, uh, what about studio spaces? Like when you, you know, we first started off. Where were you doing it? Were you in your, like you know your mum and dad's spare bedroom, or were you in the, were you in the garage, or you know what I mean? And 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 then and then sort of what have you got now for a studio space? Do you, you know, oh, yeah, when I started, started the airbrush, I, I airbrush from uh, my bedroom. Yeah. And, and and your mum was okay with the paint in your room and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she 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 was cool with it. Yeah. The, the, but the, see, the lovely thing is that I I wouldn't have had any space at all if my sisters didn't leave the house. You see, because uh, it's like me and my two sisters. Yeah. One by one, they both left the house, so I moved into their bedroom, which was like double the size of mine. Nice. So I, I had my uh, draw, drawing board. You know, my compressor down there, down on the floor, and I could just airbrush to my heart's content because I've got the room. Yeah. With no extraction, no fans, no filters, just sat no, there sucking in paint. No, <laughs> Yeah, just you used to wear your mask, good man. Yeah. <laughs> because before I didn't have a mask yet, you know, you know, you, you, you blow your nose and got this, like, rainbow dump coming out. I've been using a lot of blue. You said, oh, Jesus, I thought it's not supposed to be green, not blue. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then what about now? What have you got now? Do you have yourself, like, a nice little custom space made or do you use someone else's space or what do you got going on? Uh, the lovely thing is, yeah, that uh, I've got a room downstairs where that's where I basically do all the work from. Yeah. Yeah. When I was doing a lot of my work, I, I, when, I, when I moved into this flat so over 30 years ago, I was basically airbrushed from this very room. Oh, really? Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I had the drawing board all set up and I was basically airbrushing. But there came a time here where I had the one or two pieces there which was like bigger than the air, uh, than the drawing board so I had to basically lash it to the wall and then airbrush it <laughs> that's wicked yes mate so you lived there for 30 years eh yep 30 years plus wow long old time my friend so I'm almost gonna pop backwards again we're almost going backwards but rave let's go back to rave flyers um which was the first one that you actually had printed? Which was the promoters? Did they approach you? Did you send artwork to them just to see if you could get on the rave flyers? Or how did well, that the, sort of occur? Yeah. The, the, the first one was uh, called Rave World. And what happened with that one, yeah, is that I was at the offices of Kicking Records. Okay. Yeah. Because I used to do, I used to do record covers before I'd done rave flyers. Okay, I oh, didn't actually yeah. know that. Yeah. So you were doing record covers before Flyers, hey? Yeah. So at the offices of Kicking Records, there was a promoter there who was putting on his first rave. And the lovely thing about that is that uh, some of the acts who was on the Kicking Records record label was going to be at this guy's rave. Yeah. And, he, he, and uh, I was introduced here by the manager, you know, Peter Harris, uh, to this this promoter and he asked me, uh, uh, I need a flyer done. Yeah, can you do it? And I said, you know, I said yes. The stipulation here was they didn't have a, a lot of money to do a full color job. It went to the, basically in three colors, okay. rather two colors or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's 
how I had done my first rave world piece of artwork with the free floating heads. Okay, yeah. I don't know if, you, don't know if you've seen that one. I'm not sure if is I that, have, mate, actually. Is, is that the red, the green and the blue free heads? I'm not, I'll be honest with you, mate, I'm not 100%. I'd have to dig it out, but we, we'll get the Yeah, 100%. Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. Do what you got to do. You know when you're trying to find things and things are basically hiding from you? Yes, mate. I get that every day. <laughs> get it's, my normally my, it's normally my car keys, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> story, story of my life. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. wow that's amazing yeah no i i again I'm, you know i'm not one of those hardcore collectors like i know some of the, the yeah. groups out there are but you know that's amazing that's i don't even know if i've seen that before junior that's amazing and again like we said we can uh we can get some digital images and we'll, we'll get brad to throw them up in post edit so people can see yeah nice i'll send you these stuff. ones as well so yeah. this was done in like 1992, if I remember correctly. Nice. Do you still that was have my first, my first flyer for a rave world? And sorry, I, I know you said that some of the promoters and the and the guys didn't send your artwork back, but do you have any yeah. of the old original artwork still, or have they all yeah. kind of gone? Oh yeah, you do. I've got the, I've got the majority of them back. Yeah, perfect. But, uh, uh, as I, as I said, that, that came to a point here where I wasn't getting it back. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to do it digital because all I can do is like, you know, I can send them a file. Yes. You know, send them a disc. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I was going to ask about the uh, turnaround for the promoters. If they gave you like, um, oh, we need a flight done ASAP, like in a day, you know, night before. Was, did you have any projects that were such a quick turnaround for yeah. some of these yeah. notes? I, I, yeah, I had a few, a few of them there. You know, uh, where I'd done one for, you know, Peace Fest. Yeah. Uh, I think I I had basically like a day or two just to do it. Wow. No pressure then. <laughs> oh, yeah. No pressure. Right. <laughs> I basically think, you know, work out, you know, how, how am I going to do this? And because it was like Peace Fest, you know, I decided on the, uh, you know, Half black, half white woman, yeah, with a very colourful background. Yes, I've I know that one. Yeah, I do know right. that one for sure. That's a great flyer. Yeah, and and you know the guys would say, "Well, yeah, yeah, Junior, we can't pay you now, but you have to, you know, you come down to the rave and we'll pay you." Yeah, it's so, a tick. <laughs> and did they? Yeah, so the story was that they they put on the rave, yeah, and they said, "Yeah, yeah, come down and get your money." So I got on my bike. Literally got my bicycle with the light and, and all the gear, cycled down to Curtin Road, Old Street. That's fantastic. To find the promoter and get my money. <laughs> Did he pay you? Yes, I got paid. Excellent. <laughs> you pay for your work. That's what but you had to get on your bike to get the money. That's fucking yeah. classic, mate. <laughs> I can get, I'll fucking go and get it. Now, i got to ask, was the light a dynamo? Did you have to put the wheel on the tyre to make the light work? Was it that old school? <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. No, I think 
think that was I was think that was my muddy my muddy fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. muddy scoria. Have you done any uh, collaborations with your uh, with? Because obviously, if you're throwing an event or the promoter for a uh, frozen event, is there any uh, collaborations you've done for like a festival or anything like that with your art? No, uh, I would say no. No, I haven't done any any, any collaborations. Not that I can you know, think of. No, any have you, I know, like Dave. I think uh, Fat Media Dave actually this weekend. I was messaging him uh, yesterday. He's doing a pop up um, thing with some of flyer guys but have you ever done exhibitions with any of the artists where you guys have had your work out together or any stuff like that yes there was there was an exhibition that's uh the aquarium nightclub yeah yeah and that was all part of like uh yeah, you know, I don't have to know Billy Bunter. Yeah, I, I don't obviously personally know Billy Bunter, yeah. but the name Billy Bunter is pretty infamous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, right. put, he put on this thing called the story of rape, yeah, where he he had a whole lot of like uh, people from you know, the old school, the, the industry, you know, telling their stories and on the stage, yeah, like you know, a panel thing, you know, plus you know the DJs that started the whole the whole the whole scene. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Billy had the space for, you know, me and Pez to display our artwork, and plus uh, Chaos, another artist, was yeah. to do like you know the, some of the backdrops, and that that was quite good. That was that was. I, yeah, you know what I think would be super cool is if there was a few of you guys at some event like that where you actually did something live, you know, like uh, I know sort of almost like a, a graffiti artist do it every now and again where they'll be, okay, we'll do an outside space and you get a whole load of good names together where they can just have a little yeah. slice of the pie and do their piece. I think that would be yeah. something pretty amazing to see would be if, you know, like you said, there was yourself, Pears, Chaos, maybe even Dave Little kicking around and yeah. get a few I guys did, to do I something, did. right? I did do I, I did do uh, a team up with Pez. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they he did he did half half a piece. Somebody said, "Yeah, let's have a good let's have got a good idea." Yeah, to give money to auction a piece by me and Pez and give it to like you know ch- you know charity for the homeless. Yeah, so Pez done his half, you know, woman's face, and then I done the other half. Then it was auctioned. Awesome. So. That was a you know that was an awesome team up. Uh, do you have yeah. a digital copy of that image yeah. that we could post up afterwards? I think I might have. Uh, That'd be great. Nice guy, top guy. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I, again, sim- very obviously similar, not same, but similarish style with his airbrushing. Um, and again, sort of uh, when I was a kid collecting flyers and going to raves. Your guys' artwork just stood out to me because I just love the whole shading and the, that style of the work, right? So, yeah, I'd love to see that one. If you did have a copy, that'd be great, mate. Yeah, I searched my pictures. It also could be online as well. Yeah, yeah, we can. You know, a lot of things do make it onto on, online. Yeah, so I, I love a lot of content to you. It might even be on Fat Media. We'll have to check with Dave yeah, see if he's got a copy. Him, yeah. He's got pretty much a copy of everything, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so again, talking about kind of you know the newest stuff and things. Um, tell us a bit. I know we uh, we sort of mentioned it when we were chatting on messages there, Junior. But you've got your book out. Uh, tell us about yes. tell us about your book and how how did that come about? How much work went into it? Like you know, how long did it take you? Um, how how hard was it picking images you wanted to use? Do you know what I mean? Getting it published and stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, the, the, the lovely thing, yeah, is that uh, Colin, the publisher of the book, he, he, he came to me. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's, he was a fan of my work from, you know, years ago. And, you know, he sent me an email and he said, he introduced himself and he said, don't you think it's about time that you had an art book you know, dedicated for, you know, your art? You know, yeah, and, and the specific was, yeah, the record covers that are done and the Ray Flyers. Yeah. Yeah, and I said, yeah, that's a good idea because I was thinking of the idea of such a book, you know, myself, because my idea would have would have been the book that writes itself. Yeah. Yeah, the book that writes itself, yeah, it's where you put it out there for all the, you know, the ex-ravers who's been to the raves, who's seen my work, who's collected it, yeah, for them to have a quote about each individual piece. So there yeah. is obviously like descriptions and how it came about yeah. and stuff like that in there. It's not just images. Yeah, but that wasn't to be. But but it's it's nice. But I still got their their recollections though. Yeah, yeah. And the lovely thing is, yeah, that uh, because I've got it all on, on the computer. Yeah, it's like I can like release one every now and again on the net. Yeah, because it's got you know. Uh, the text for you know individuals and what they wrote down and sent me. Okay. I can basically you know post it up and that that'll be quite sweet. Yeah. To uh, to put them in the frame you know, you know to honour them because of you know, them you know backing me for all these years. For sure. They'll uh, give something back to the people. How uh, how many pages is it? Like how many images are in there? Hundred and sixty pages. Hundred and sixty pages. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's on Velocity Press. This one, this one you might know. Yeah, do you remember a magazine called Knowledge Magazine? Knowledge that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, it was the first drum and bass magazine back in the day. Yeah, definitely. It definitely rings a bell, mate. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I was obviously like everyone. I have my DJ mag and I have my mix mag, Um, but Knowledge, I definitely do remember that one. I've never bought any copies myself personally, but right on. Now I think I've seen you post an image of that one. Yeah. Right? And so is that the cover of your book now? That's your present book, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for the cover then, Junior, did you use, um, uh, did you create a new art for the, the front cover or did you use previous art for the front cover of the book? I used uh, previous art. Yeah. Because the front cover is basically the first record cover that I had done. Yeah. Okay. You know, done in 1989 for Renegade Soundwave. Renegade Soundwave. Renegade, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Space Gladiator. Yeah, I think I might have one of their tracks somewhere in my little stack of wax behind yeah. me. Yeah. And so I wanted to basically, like, you know, have that as the front cover. Yeah. So what, what I did, yeah, is that uh, behind, behind uh, the Space Gladiator, you've basically got a whole lot of the other record covers that you can basically, you can just basically make them out. And it's done in the shit, you know, shaft of light. Yeah. That's fucking wicked, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Fair yeah. play to you, man. Fair play. Was it yeah. was it hard, like, you know, deciding what order you were going to put the images in the book? Or did you just do it in order yeah, it of time-wise? Yeah, yeah, was it a timeline thing kind of thing? No, that's just, that's it. Not done by timeline. It was done by company the first company that i worked for and it went down from then 
Okay. So when it comes to like record covers, uh, the first company I worked for was uh, Mute Records, and then was it Vinyl Solution, then Kicking. Yeah. So it's gone. It's gone in work order. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing with uh, the other half of the book here, which is to do with like Ray Flies. So it starts off with Rave World and it basically goes down the lists. Gotcha. So it's so, organizations, yeah. it's either, you know, labels yeah. and then organizations. Interesting. That's pretty yes. cool. Super, so, super so cool. Each, each chapter, each, yeah, each bit has got uh, a little bit about me working with that particular record company or Ray Fire organization. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a d- description of, uh, each flyer and how it was created that's super cool i i, I, th- I mentioned yeah. to you i was going to buy a copy of it so that we could have it here for the show but i knew i wasn't getting gonna get it from the uk to canada in time but i am definitely going to grab a copy of that book and like you said just so everyone knows out there it's on velocitypress.com yeah yeah right? yeah so yeah well, that's that. yeah see that's so cool to me yeah. hey yeah, because on the on the because that image on the back here is from like one of my favorite flies that I've done for slamming vinyl. Slamming yeah. vinyl, I think I've got yeah. some of those in my stack too. Uh, <laughs> I call her uh, robotic Carly. Robotic Carly, I see. Did you always come up with names? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every single yeah, one of them got a little name. Made a family with flyers as well, <laughs> brother and sister and. <laughs> and how long ago did that get published, Junior? How long has it been out uh, and available? It came out June last year. June last year. Cool. And how are yeah. sales going? Has it been pretty accepted? Like no, people... it's going good. Yeah. Every day I'm every, every day I'm trying to find more people to buy it. Yeah. Well, we're going to buy we a copy. Two guys here. Yeah, man, we're going to buy sure, a copy yeah. right now. So. Great. Tell right. all your friends. Yeah, yes, tell right. all your friends. The good thing is, as well, when we spoke to um, other people like Dave and other people as well, is that the younger generation actually showing a lot more interest in this uh, rave memorabilia art and stuff, right? They're, they're really yeah. getting into it now. Yeah, absolutely. Right, because because it, it was my idea also, yeah, to uh, see if I can get get into schools talking about the book, talking about my artwork, and get and inspiring the kids to get into you know art and, and music. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, like yeah, I like, I like to go come over there to Canada and do the same over there. Yeah, yeah. mate. Do you think? Because again, like if you came, if you go into the schools, I mean, you, you're like a veteran in the, in the airbrushing sort of game, right? So there's obviously techniques that you've you you've done that you could show kids in schools and be like, yeah. hey, man, this is this is a technique I used back in the day, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, because I can, you know, t- teach them, you know, that technical schools and, and and other things when it comes to like digital arts. Yeah. yeah. Do do you uh do you ever get anyone approach you that wants to sort of learn stuff off you? Have you ever had that sort of through your career? Yeah. 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 Because uh, I've had a few people where I'm teaching them how to use uh, Adobe Illustrator. Yeah, Illustrators. I've played with it a couple of times, the vector side of things, and it's one of those programs you've got to, well, for me anyway, you've got to use it quite a lot. If you stop using it, I'm kind of one of those guys. If I don't play with it for a while, I've almost got to get my book back out and start learning. Um, so, yeah, so you teach people Illustrator here. Yeah, because uh, Illustrator is more powerful than what people give it credit for. Oh, yes, it is, man. That's a pretty powerful program yeah, here. Because the... Uh, you, you probably heard people say, yeah, look what I've done in Photoshop. Photoshop is the king, is the bollocks. Yeah, yeah. And then I do something in like uh, Illustrator and people say, 
yeah, I can't really believe that I've done it in another in 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 Illustrator, you know? Yeah. And obviously it's the difference between your bitmap and your vector, right? Anyone that does digital arts yes. can know that, you know, your Photoshop's more bitmap based. You're never going to get it quite as clean looking. But when you go to Illustrator, now you've got your super vector clean lines and everything changes. It's yeah. a game changer, right? Yeah. Because the, the, the thing about the Photoshop, Photoshop is like a bitmap program. Yeah. So it relies heavily on DPI to make the image crisp and sharp. Exactly. Right. Same as Procreate, the one I'm messing around with now on the iPad. Yeah. That's a bitmap-based software, right? Yeah. So you're never going to get it to look crisp, crisp like you do with Vector, right, ever? Yeah, because you can do it, but the resolution will have to be extremely high. Yeah. So the you, yeah, like, so actually, so, Vector, so I was going to say, so I'm wrong then. You, you, you personally, you can get a bitmap program like Photoshop to look as crisp as Vector because I've me personally, and again, me, I just play around with it. I'm not, I'm not an artist, but mine always still always look bitmappy. You know? What yeah, I mean? you can get a bitmap uh, program like Photoshop to look, you know, crisp as Illustrator. But as as I said, the trade off is, yeah, your resolution for that image, yeah, would not be 300 yeah. it'll probably like uh be something like uh 800 or 900 yeah so which means that you can blow it up bigger and it will still retain its its quality yeah okay yeah a vector file now yeah i can blow that up to infinity and it'll still be sharp it'll still be sharp you do that all the way like a bitmap file yeah yeah it was you will start it will start you can start to see the grain they start to get jagged and fuzzy yeah pixelated shit yeah. yeah 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 interesting i actually i almost want to bug you more about how to make the bitmap one look good <laughs> but that's a, that's a whole different conversation more, more resolution right more resolution there you go that's the key anyone out there more resolution <laughs> so I kind of want to go on to the music side of things, Junior. What was your sort of go-to genre? What rave did you first go to? Yeah, or... did you actually go to? Any yeah, like... question, yeah, yes, I went to a few raves. Yeah, I went to I went to one or two uh, rave worlds. Okay, you know, quite quite interesting. And I also went to one uh, slamming vinyl. Yeah, yeah, over at uh, you know, the Astoria. The Astoria, I went to one night there. Only one night in this story, but fuck me, was that a good venue? Ooh. Um, so, yeah, so literally you've only went to, you know, the, those few. It wasn't something, it wasn't a big part of your thing. Yeah, it, was, it, yeah it, it, it wasn't a, you know, a regular thing. No. But I only went to the ones that I, I got invited to, the ones that I'd done the flyers for. Oh, for sure, right? Yeah. I would have, if I'd done any flyer for anyone, I would have been like, I want in on the party. <laughs> if i'm gonna draw your yeah. picture let me in the door but and was that pretty much a given if you did the flyer for them were you, were you pretty much well, I, sure? yeah because I, I would say yeah yeah i'm coming yeah. and i say put my name down on the guest list and say okay yeah walk straight up and be like i'm the artist of these flyers let it, me please yeah <laughs> also when you're riding yeah. down on your bike to get paid <laughs> yeah so I, I don't i don't i don't stop when it comes to monopoly you know i've got that pass so i can go straight through the door yeah nice man nice. Beauty, mate. so yeah what's what genre of music then is it uh because you obviously mentioned drum and bass i guess i grew up with drum and bass and was that sort of the yeah. the style of music you was into i well, I grew up. I grew up with like instrumental reggae. Nice. You know, a dub. Yeah, yeah the dub man. Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to go to Notting Hill Carnival, man, from Mr. Canada, pretty much every year. 
And, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, man, I fucking love it. <laughs> it's great. I go a lot of my friends, and the stages are wicked. The food's great. Um, did, did you did you used to walk down Lubbock Grove? Yeah, man. Yeah, we, we used to do the whole thing, man. We used to do, like eat the okay. foods, go to the stages, watch the actual carnival like parade yeah. down the down the road, right? Do you, and, do you remember a pub on Lubbock Grove called the Eagle? I don't know. Uh, I know I went down Labrador yeah, when I went there as well myself, but the pub, nah. You're kind of, yeah, t- you're kind of testing my memory there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's like uh, you have to pass a fire station and yeah. then the next block is a, is a pub. Yeah, I think I know the one you're on about, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, if I've got it right, I may be totally wrong, but I think in my mind, I think I remember, yeah. Yeah, and then further up the road, you've got a bridge. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I, I live around there. Oh, you do, eh? Oh, so nice. you know, would you pass my door? I might have passed my door many times. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And is that kind of the area you grew up? You pretty much live where you yeah, grew up? Yeah, born, born and bred. Born and bred, eh? Good for you, bro. Nice, man, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, never never left the area. Only when I was, like, uh, living in Camberwell for about two years when I was going to, like, Goldsmiths College. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because most of my family are from London, so... And then we moved out to, like, Kent area, so, yeah. He's a London boy. Yeah, man, yeah. The other thing I was going to go on to, because we're kind of, you know, getting towards the end, but obviously we've talked about your book. Do you have any upcoming future projects? Do you have any kind of things that you've been approached for that you're working on right now? Um, Obviously, you might not want to tell everyone, but if there is anything, have you got things coming up? Yes. Uh, I've done an album cover for a Afro funk band called OCBSA, you know, from the seventies. Okay, okay, yeah. So I've done their album cover, and I've uh, recently done their single. And I also got covers coming out by oh boy, what are they called? It's called Calling the Hardcore. Calling the Hardcore. So an old kind of rave thing almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and did, they, yeah. did they approach you to work on that? Obviously, I'm, I'm sure. Well, I, I, would you believe that these people, yeah, uh, Sammy, I met them down at uh, the, the aquarium. Okay. When that, when that show was on. Yeah. So we kept, we kept in touch. He asked me, yeah. Uh, saying that he wanted the record cover. So then the first record cover, and now I've just finished my third one for him. Was it fourth one? That's pretty So cool. that's going to that's gonna be released. Yeah. Then there's another cover called Good, another company called Good To Go. That's out there. And uh, look for, and also look for Super Nice Cables. Super Nice Cables. Super Nice Cables. <laughs> <laughs> so you're keeping busy by the sounds of it, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey. And then in, in, in about a month's time, I, I what's also going to be coming out on some on the supermarket shelves is image cans of non-alcoholic beer with my images on. No way, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, mate. That's so cool, you're going to have your images on cans of yes, beer I'm, in I'm like Tesco's and Waitrose and shit like that's going to have cans of beer with I Julia don't know where going to like market and sell them yeah but I think that's that's one of the crowning uh, you know achievements of like uh, 
2020. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, hats off to you, man. That's, that's... Yeah, I'd, I'd be stoked. If I walked down any supermarket and saw my artwork on a can of something, I'd be stoked, mate. Even if it was a can of beans, I'd be, I'd be made <laughs> up. can buy beans. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, awesome, man. Yeah, um, so uh, I see you has quite a few pictures with like a DJ rap on your Instagram and stuff. Like, obviously, you've met quite a few famous DJs and, and artists and stuff. Is, is there any sort of uh, um, other sort of famous people yeah, you've met that obviously, you know, in your travels? Well, not as much as like, you know, high profile with uh, DJ rap and, you know, uh, Billy, you know, Billy Bunter. Uh, Who's that other guy? Boy. Oh, my brain's just gone flat. (laughs) (laughs) My brain has just gone as flat as a flat white. (laughs) (laughs) That's all good. I thought I was just asking, you know, because I saw you have a picture of DJ Raff and she's like, fucking cool as fuck well I gotta admit I always had I, I mentioned yeah, that on one of the that, other shows yeah like, because uh, I went to I went to her birthday party because she was like you know launching her book okay yeah nice yeah. and that was yeah, that was the same event here where I met you know Sammy that I'd done the record cover for so because if you got the book things are a whole lot interconnected oh yeah. really okay yeah, I wish we'd got the copy of the book. Like I said, we just didn't quite have time to get it here. But uh, yeah, that's the that's the thing. We'll 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 get a copy and we'll uh, maybe we'll, on one of our other shows we'll uh, we'll sort of talk a little bit. Just me and Brad one day we'll bring it up and we'll show some more pictures and some of the stories and we can relate. Yeah, well, like well, free, yeah, feel free, yeah, feel free to call me up if you know if you do that. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't mind for you know another go. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Yeah, absolutely. We got a, a studio space here as well, and we thought it'd be good to have. In the background as well, and yeah. just as part of because we obviously got the instruments, we got the vinyl. We've you know it'd be good to have in our shots yeah. as well. So are you, are you two musicians? Uh, nah, mate. Like I Brad, am. Brad is. Brad's a yeah. producer. He's yeah. done some quite a bit of stuff. Eh, some stuff. Yeah, I've done quite a few things. But me now, I'm just a guy that's got some toys and plays around, and <laughs> I've, I've, st- I've still got all my vinyl from back in the day. I never could get rid no, of that. Oh, you create! Right, there you, you go. Don't play around. You create. I create. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm de- definitely not going to be one of those guys that gets old and doesn't have a hobby. Let's put it that way. <laughs> all right. Between uh, yeah, DJing for myself and playing some little bits of music for myself and drawing for myself, I keep myself pretty busy and entertained much to my yeah. wife's dismay <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, get into any uh, djing junior like in in the past you know for doing these things for the raves and stuff did it ever in, encourage you to think hmm, i might buy a set of uh, decks and some you know some vinyl and stuff it, i never buying decks it, it came through my head and then it passed the same way <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, it's just that uh, when you're making art and doing art, yeah, I know that uh, spinning and making music would have been something else. Yeah, I've been in, you know, a booth of like uh, DJs actually mixing, so I've seen all what it entails, and it's just like it's a slog. Yeah. It's like being in a cave, making something, hammering away at something. Yeah, with like you've got no lights, you just 
no outdoor lights, so you don't know what time it is. You just keep on mixing, keep on mixing. You're sort of like getting thinner and thinner. You know, those, those people are, you know, true heroes, you know. Yeah, I always, I, I always used to say about DJing, wow, well, really, you're just playing other people's music, which you are, but, you know, a good DJ, when they know which track goes with the next track and how to really beat mix or whatever style they're doing, it is still a skill, it's an instrument, those two turntables and a mixer, that's basically one instrument right yeah. there, you know what I mean? But, I have been in like a two, uh, no, three drum percussion bands oh yeah cool okay yeah, so i played yeah. Jeffy. yeah and bongos yeah nice man yeah i think i think anything to do with like um music or the art that you create it is all yeah. art right and that's why it's, it's all creating right yeah that's why yeah. when we've done this podcast yeah. we thought you know we're going to cover yeah. all aspects of the, the music side of things because yeah it, it all intertwines it's all the creative mindset right when you do do all this sort of yes stuff. Yeah. yeah, music, art, you know, film, television, singing, dancing. That's it's all part of the internal character thing, you know, like a certain part of your, you know, hemisphere does. Absolutely. Because there's people, there's people who basically make music and say, yeah, I could draw as well. And if you can draw, guess what? You could design buildings. Yeah. So it's a certain mindset Absolutely. that creatives have. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. I call, I call that the geek gene because anybody who's creative is a geek. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. My wife actually permanently calls me and Brad a pair of geeks. Every time we're playing around here with cameras and lights yeah. and we're doing, trying to change things, she just walks down, shakes her head, and it's like, God, you pair of geeks. Uh, mean, but it's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. It's that, you know, cultivate and feed the inner child. Yeah, I don't think I found my inner geek till I was in my mid twenties. I was a little shit when I was a kid. <laughs> but you, when you, once you found it, Brad, you found it, didn't you? Mate? Yeah, once I found my inner geek, <laughs> yeah, I am now a massive geek. Uh, <laughs> massive. Yeah, it's geek. called geek power. There you exactly. Go. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter actually—it's funny you say that. Geek power. My my daughter did. Uh, it was one of my proud moments. Actually, she did one of those TED talks years ago when she was a kid. And it was just a speech about what you want to do when you grow up. But part of, part of her speech was, it wasn't go geeks, but it was just like, oh, yeah, I'm a nerd. And then she put a little fist up and she's like, go nerds. <laughs> and the whole crowd just kind of started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's awesome, Junior. It's been so yeah, nice man. having you on the show, buddy. Um, brilliant. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. It's been such a nice chat. Really feel like we got to know you. I hope uh, everyone that's watching... Uh, is going to enjoy it. I hope everyone that's watching is going to go and look at your book. Uh, like you said, velocitycity.com, right? No, no, velocitypress. Velocitypress, sorry, velocitypress.com. Yeah. I'll send you all, all, all necessary links and more pictures. Yeah, and we'll, like yeah, I said, thanks, Brad, Brad in post edit will get some of those up for you, Junior, and uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see how it looks. And I'm sure everyone's going to enjoy this little show. And I, I really did, Junior. It was a great chat, mate. Um, it's a pleasure having you on, buddy. I'd just like to say also, um, obviously, because I'm a younger guy and I wasn't around for this sort of time, um, it's obviously uh, been a pleasure for me to understand the processes of how you did your artwork from when you started to what it what you do now and being involved in the rave scene um, and how you how much you've um, sort of gained and uh, achieved in with your art so the hard work has paid off and to me that's a big massive thing man I, and I, i've really enjoyed today's show so thank you for coming on today junior yeah my pleasure 
because I always intend to like you know push the boundaries of my art and make it and uh, it's constantly in the state of uh, evolution. Yeah, and that's it's beautiful. Like, it's beautiful to hear that you still feel like that. You still got that passion. You still you're still working. You're still you know. Again, just hearing you say that is a fantastic thing, mate. Yeah, because it's the only thing that I've ever done, and it's the only thing that I know. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously you're pretty good at it, buddy. <laughs> and the good thing as well, man, is that the younger generation are going to look up and just see, hey, man, this guy done this artwork. He he done the hard work, and it's paid off, and it's fantastic art. So yeah, yeah so it's... anyone out there as well, like if it's something you love and you want to follow your goals and live your dreams, yes, right, yeah, and don't let anybody talk you out of it and try to belittle your art and your passion 100 percent, mate. 100 percent. yeah i totally agree with that yes mate thank you very much junior junior thanks You're again welcome. man cheers buddy absolute right. pleasure